Moving house with kids. Mum! Moving house checklist. Top packing tips. Do it ourselves or hire movers? Hiya! <sighs> Things to do in the school holidays. Best solo holidays. <sighs> when life gives you questions, get answers at which.co.uk. Hello and welcome to the Witch Shorts podcast. I'm Rob Lilly. Today on our podcast, bringing you the very best articles from Witch, your home of free everyday advice, we're taking a look at the world of private healthcare. In this piece, we'll look at the costs, what you should look for in a provider, and hear from those with both good and bad experiences of the system. One that's increasingly popular as the NHS continues to face additional pressures. To read us this article, Originally written by Josh Wilson, I'll hand you over to Harry Kind. The waiting list for patients needing treatment in England reached a record 7.4 million in April this year, the highest level since records began. Of these, more than 371,000 have been waiting more than a year. While the NHS remains one of the UK's most cherished institutions, ballooning waiting times are prompting more of us than ever to turn to private healthcare for our medical needs. Last year alone saw 820,000 private healthcare admissions, more than any previous year, according to the Private Healthcare Information Network. While some people pay out of their own pocket, many others make use of private medical insurance or PMI. 15% of the population have a policy, according to a recent Opinium survey conducted on behalf of which. This can help you speed past the queues and provide great peace of mind, but premiums can be expensive and some providers offer a better experience than others. Here we put health insurance under the microscope, looking at how existing customers rate their insurers and how you can reduce your premium. Holding private medical insurance generally means that you can avoid NHS waiting lists and get seen much faster, either in a private healthcare facility or a private wing in an NHS hospital. Many policies will allow you to choose where you get seen and who you get treated by. Depending on the type of policy you have, your insurer will cover the cost of your treatment in part or in full. Comprehensive policies will often cover cancer and heart disease, but are otherwise designed to cover conditions that can be resolved with surgery or a course of treatment, such as a hip replacement or cataract surgery. Most policies won't cover other long-term chronic conditions such as diabetes or asthma if you've received treatment or experienced any symptoms in the past five years. Health insurance doesn't come cheap, with premiums getting more expensive as you get older and make more claims. In our survey of which members, many expressed anxiety over costs and how long they would continue to be able to afford them. My annual premium is about £3,800 for myself and my wife, said Chris Burley, who is 70, and had his insurance hiked by Vitality Health following a recent claim. Once it gets up to £6,000, which will happen because it's age-related, I'll cancel the policy and just self-insure because it won't be affordable for us and 75% of those we surveyed reported that their premiums had risen over the past 12 months. 
To bring down costs, 11 have tried haggling with their provider and another 3% have reduced their level of cover. If you have recently claimed on your policy or you have a pre-existing health condition, you're likely to see more substantial price increases. Brian Walters, Managing Director at medical insurance broker Regency Health, points out that most providers publish a scale where you can see the effect that making a claim will have on your premium. In some cases, the jump in annual costs can be prohibitive. Most insurers produce a no-claims discount scale, and a first claim typically results in a 10% loss of no-claims discount, explains Brian. On the surface, that doesn't sound like much, but a 10% reduction in no-claims discount roughly translates to a 45% increase in premium. This is because it's not a 10% loading on the previous year's base premium, but an increase in this year's base premium along with an annual increase for age and medical inflation. This would mean an annual premium of £1,000 rising to £1,450, on top of the excess you would have paid when claiming. Dale LePage, a private medical insurance and relationship manager with health insurance broker Assured Futures, points to the rising popularity of guided options, which have helped drive costs down across the market. These are a special type of policy where your insurer will give you a set list of local hospitals and consultants to choose from when claiming. We've seen around 30% drops in people's premiums by taking advantage of this. It's a huge saving, says Dale. It's not without its limitations, though. If you suddenly find yourself really unwell and there's a particular hospital or consultant you wanted to see, you've lost the ability to do that, he warns. Child-only policies are another recent innovation. They tend to be much cheaper, but as the name suggests, they only cover your children. If you have the option to arrange health insurance through your employer, this is generally cheaper than doing it yourself. A workplace policy may even cover pre-existing conditions, but it's important to double-check, as you usually won't be able to purchase any top-up cover if the policy doesn't meet your needs. Switching providers is rare among private medical insurance policyholders. Just 3% of the members we surveyed said that they had done it in the past year in an attempt to cut costs, which is linked to the fact that it's often complicated to carry over cover for pre-existing conditions. But don't rule it out, particularly if you get a much better price or cover for other health conditions you may develop in the future. When we asked about the experience of claiming on their policies, customers were much more positive. Of those who made a claim in the past two years, 88% said it was accepted, while another 5% were partially accepted. Some 50% received treatment between one or two weeks after making a claim, while in total, 19% were seen in less than one week. Overall, 83% told us that they were satisfied with how their claim had been handled, including Alison Whelan, a retired doctor from West Sussex, who said her insurer, WPA, was absolutely fantastic. Alison was initially seen by the NHS, but decided to go private when her consultant recommended her for laparoscopic surgery. I had real complications post-operatively, and needed to stay in hospital for days rather than hours but WPA never put any pressure on me or my husband to do anything differently other than go ahead and follow what the clinicians advised. According to our survey, many WPA policyholders have had a similarly positive experience. It came top of our table with an overall customer score of 74%. Vitality Health came bottom, scoring 55%. I needed a cataract removed and it was a disaster at the beginning, said Ralph Black who has a vitality policy through his employer. I couldn't get through to them on the phone or get any common sense out of them at all. 
Eventually, I got an appointment at Moorfields Eye Hospital in London and picked a consultant from Vitality's list of options. But what really annoyed me was that his fee was three times the approved amount that Vitality would cover, and no one told me this until I'd had several appointments and was booked in for the procedure. If you think you'd benefit from extra support when navigating the health insurance market for the first time or when weighing up whether to switch providers, consider enlisting the help of a broker. Many of the people in our survey complained that policy documents can be hard to read and full of jargon. A broker can help you understand the ins and outs of different plans. It's worth getting the opinion of more than one though, as not every broker has access to the entire market and the same deals. Also check that they are registered with one of the industry trade bodies, such as the British Insurance Brokers Association, which is a code of conduct that members must adhere to. And when comparing policies, remember to check how a claim will affect your monthly premiums. Some providers may offer policies that won't increase your premiums if you claim, or only claim a small amount. Finally, as Brian Walters points out, there's no such thing as the perfect private medical insurance policy. Anybody who tells you otherwise is selling something. Thank you so much to Harry for taking us through that piece and to Josh Wilson too, the author of this article which was originally written for the August issue of Which Money magazine. Remember you'll find more articles you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. And you can do that at which.co.uk forward slash newsletters. We'll be back next week for another episode of Which Shorts and thanks for listening. Wit Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly, while the exec producer was Angus Farker. Last minute escapes. In the sun? What is the best airline? Or the worst airline? What happens if my flight is delayed? Or cancelled? Would I be put on a new flight? Or would I be refunded? What if it takes me days to get home? Hmm, benefits of a UK staycation. When life gives you questions, get answers at which.co.uk.